Have you got an old car gathering dust in your driveway? Want to make a difference? With America Can Cars for Kids, your unused vehicle, running or not, can help change a kid's life. Your donation directly supports kids, giving kids in need a chance at a better future. You'll receive a $50 gift card as a thank you. Give the gift of hope. Head over to carsforkids.org. Remember, it's cars with a C and donate today. That's carsforkids.org. This is your chance to make a difference. Right off the car, not the kid. You knew the job was dangerous when you took it, Fred. I have a question. Shh, be respectful Medea. of me. You can act like a man! He's colossal, stupendous. One might even go so far as to say he's mediocre. I guess I should salute you as a worthy adversary and all that, but the truth is, I really did hate your guts. It's the Single Storm Podcast. There's so much going on around this country that you and I don't have any control over. And it seems those who are in charge have been systematically dismantling the protections and the guardrails that we had set up that actually, not we, but more intelligent, dare I say, more patriotic men and women set up to ensure that you and I would remain free and that our voices would never be drowned out by an elite class of people in this country. Those mechanisms... They've been sold to us that the deletion of these mechanisms have been sold to us as as a, as a way to protect our country, to to fight uh, the, the evil people. Uh, and it turns out they're being used for an opposite purpose. Let me give you an example. The gun laws. The gun laws were passed on us by leftists with the claim, hey, they're going to make you safer. Did they? No. As a matter of fact, as these gun restrictions, these gun laws are implemented, we're seeing an elevation in gun violence. They don't make us less safe. They just are systematically disarming those who should be able to protect themselves from violence and stigmatizing the possession of of a firearm to defend yourself. That's just one example. What about our monetary system? What, what about a system where we're in constant perpetual debt, where our country is run. I'm talking about the Federal Reserve System. Did you know, before the Federal Reserve System was in place, if the United States of America needed to go to war, our politicians would have to come to us, and they would have to sell bonds to be able to afford to go to war. That was a check that that our American citizens used to have. If the American people didn't support a war, then guess what? We didn't go to war. But if we thought, if the American people were presented with the problem, were presented with those who were attacking us, war bonds were issued, we raised money, and then our country unified went to war. And that's why we were winning so many wars. But after 1913, after this, this automatic spending, the Federal Reserve System, being able to raise money to go to war, that, that all went out the window. Again, mechanisms designed to protect you and me have been done away with. And not just protect you and me, protect our voice, our ability to guide our own destiny, which used to be a very American, universally held American concept. Not so much anymore. Now it's all being done for and by elites. Let me give you an example. 
you guys know, most of you are in Texas. Some of you listen outside of Texas. But you guys know about the Beijing Biden regime stopping temporarily, they say, stopping all exports of liquefied natural gas. Now, why is that important? Well, on many levels. Liquefied natural gas. We are the Saudi Arabia of natural gas in America. So it's one of our major exports. We could be enriching our own people. We could be putting our own people back to work. We could be making sure that our allies were energy independent and had reliable sources of energy. It would be a win-win. But Joe Biden is stopping it. Why? And what are the consequences of that? Well, first off, the consequences are our allies have to go to less reputable countries who are charging them a premium to finance their war efforts against us, i.e. Mother Russia and others, right? But the the people behind this, they're also making money off of our misfortune and compromising our national security. You guys know the name John Podesta. Mr. Podesta has taken over John Kerry's job as the new climate czar. And it was Podesta that convinced Beijing Biden to stop all natural gas exports out of the United States. Guess what his brother, John Podesta's brother, does for a living? His brother, Tony Podesta, just so happens to represent, as a lobbyist, a whole bunch of folks in the liquefied natural gas business. Foreign liquefied national gas businesses. So when Beijing Biden took America's liquefied natural gas off the... uh, the worldwide commodity traded market, what do you think that did to the cost of liquefied natural gas? Yeah, it sent it through the roof. Nice little tidy profit for Tony Podesta's clients, foreign liquefied natural gas companies. And these are Democrats teeing up suffering of Americans to have a payday. Folks, we need to get our power back. Article 5 Convention of States could do that. That's coming up. On the Salcedo Storm podcast. And now a word from our sponsor. Is Bidenomics really screwing up your world? Let American Medical Plans relieve one burden, health insurance. American Medical Plans specializes in under 65 health insurance plans that have zero co-pays and no deductibles. You choose your doctors, you choose your hospitals. These plans have nothing to do with your income and are 30 to 60% less than Obamacare. If Obamacare has you paying out the nose, call American Medical Plans. Don't let these Marxists destroy one-sixth of the U.S. economy and your access to health care without a fight. You deserve better. They will customize a plan managed and chosen by you, not the government. A liberty-loving American takes on Washington, Hollywood, and the whole media establishment. He's Chris Salcedo. Join his fight. Tune in to The Chris Salcedo Show every weekday afternoon on Newsmax. Everybody's got an agenda, right? And in America, for the time being, that's okay. But I think folks would be stupid to fund an agenda that doesn't align with their own. Patriot Mobile can help you with that. When you make the switch to Patriot Mobile, you're going to get an industry-leading coverage guarantee. You're going to get all kinds of discounts for our first responder heroes and our veterans. But you're also going to be supporting a company that supports your values and donates to your values. And there's an added bonus. You'll also be supporting me, your 
your liberty-loving Latino. Every single person who goes to patriotmobile.com storm and makes the switch, you support the Salcedo Storm podcast, keeping my voice independent. Hey, I worked for a company that changed the rules in the middle of the game. I couldn't talk about the issues important to you. It was then I realized my voice needed to be independent. I think Tucker Carlson's discovering that too. Head to patriotmobile.com storm. Make the switch today. Use my promo code storm. Get free activation and stop funding the woke crowd. Call 972-PATRIOT or go to patriotmobile.com storm. Why get your news from people who don't share your values? Get news stories from Texas Scorecard. We provide real news for real Texans. Did you know you can watch Texas Scorecard on your TV? If you have a Roku or Apple TV device, download the free Texas Scorecard app. There you can find all the great Texas Scorecard video content, like daily headlines, the Luke Messias show, heads up, and scorecard documentaries. Download the Texas Scorecard app for free on Roku or Apple TV. We were able to make a connection. With Mark Meckler, he is the president of Convention of States Foundation and Convention of States Action. He's the co-founder of the Tea Party Patriots and is now directing attention to the Democrats' lawless border with HowManyMore.com. Mr. Meckler, welcome back. Oh, thanks for having me, Chris. Always good to be with you. Pleasure is mine, sir. So look, U.S. is dropping bombs, but we're not hitting the financial backers and the material backers, the Iranians. We're just hitting their proxies and we're giving the Iranians a heads up so they can make sure none of their assets are at all hit by America's so-called retaliatory strikes. What uh, what grabs you the most about these headlines? Uh, what grabs me the most is how political this is, clearly. What Joe Biden is afraid of is a full-blown confrontation with the Iranians. And not because that's not something we could win. I don't think that's something anybody wants. But I think the real issue is Joe Biden's worried about his reelect. And he knows if he creates a full-blown war with Iran or anything even close to that, that it makes his chances of reelection even more improbable. So this is 100% political, which horrifies me, because we should never be doing a war-type thing, putting our men and women at risk, using our resources for a president's reelect. It should always be about our military and strategic interests. Amen. Well, for three years, he's done the bare minimum and encouraged more and more attacks on our people. And in an election year, all of a sudden he quote unquote gets tough. And it turns out the so-called tough retaliatory strikes, it's all window dressing, just like uh, Barack Obama taught him. But let me ask you about the constitutionality. The War Powers Act with somebody like Joe Biden in office is coming into focus once again, how how our military forces are being used in this case, as you I think you rightly point out, for politics that if you're going to commit the United States to dropping ordinance on on foreign soil, that there needs to be a check and a balance as our founders envisioned. What is your what is your take on on putting some more checks on the executive or restoring those checks on the chief executive before before ordinance is dropped in foreign nations? Yeah, I don't know that we need more checks. Look, I, I think there's a fundamental problem in the philosophy of how the United States Congress is run today. Congress has largely abdicated war powers to the president, and they've done this in a lot of areas. It's not just war powers. It was supposed to be that the Congress was the most powerful branch of government, specifically the House of Representatives. They've abdicated that responsibility. They have the power of the purse. Uh, they can literally bring the operation of the administration to its knees anytime they want by stopping spending, and they just refuse to do that. So I don't think giving Congress more power is going to change anything. Congress has to be have an appetite for exercising its power over the executive. 
Well, no, no kidding. And again, I think that, that should, probably should have been the way I stated it about the Congress recognizing and reasserting its already constitutional authority to to stop, you know, guys like Joe Biden from using our military for political gain while he lets it die on the vine for the first three years of his regime. Folks, we're talking to Mark Meckler from Convention of States. I, I wanted to get it. I want before I get to the, the amnesty bill that the Uniparty put out in the Senate, before I get to all of that, because I think this is this is important. As as we examine reports of Hezbollah inside of Mexico now gaining access, using narco-terrorists to gain access to the United States, where are we with convention of states and having the states being able to call that convention to rein in an out-of-control federal government that has grown beyond the consent of the governed? So we are 19 out of 34 states necessary to call a convention. We currently have 15 states out there around the country considering active applications. And I think there's a, a really important piece of sort of sliver of this that people should know about. We have an argument going on in Texas right now about whether Texas has the quote-unquote constitutional right to secure its border with Mexico when the federal government doesn't do so. Uh, people can argue the legal nuance. We can absolutely fix that, and we should. In other words, we could get into convention immediately. If 15 more states join right now, we can get into convention and we could pass an amendment that says that the states have concurrent jurisdiction to enforce the borders and enforce immigration law. We need to remove that question. There should be no question about that. Under a circumstance like this, it shouldn't be some kind of, quote-unquote, constitutional standoff. We understand the states have to be able to stand on their own. And we can do that in the convention under the application for our convention of states right now. Right. When the federal government stabs you in the back and puts your people at risk and creates... Everything that's happening on the border is government created. It's federal government created. And frankly, it is not up to our people to sit there. Well, my government says that we must allow all of this danger to come across the border. And if we start, if we continue to die, hundreds of thousands of people uh, over the last few years dying from fentanyl, from illegal alien crime and all manner of of bad things. It's not incumbent upon the states to roll over and take it. Uh, there is a duty that all governments have to protect our people. And when that that duty is abdicated by the federal government, the state should be allowed to take over. So let me ask you about a specific element of this amnesty bill that was just rolled out by the Senate. Much ballyhooed is this is this new asylum restriction. Oh, it's going to be tougher restrictions on asylum. Here's my issue, and I'm hoping that, that maybe you have a different take or the same take. Right now, our current asylum laws, once we get an adjudication on these illegal aliens, over 90% of them don't qualify under the existing law. It isn't the fact that we don't, we don't have tough asylum laws. It's the fact that it's not adjudicated because illegal aliens are showing up by the millions and being let in. So it doesn't really matter how tough you make the asylum laws, does it? No, I think you're correct. It's not just the asylum laws, Chris. It's all the laws. We have every immigration law on the books we need right now to seal our borders, prevent these bogus asylum claims, and do mass deportations of everybody who came in illegally. All that stuff is on the books. So putting in more laws is just window dressing. Also, it's important to note in this bill that the D.C. Circuit is given jurisdiction over all of this. And we know that the D.C. Circuit is one of the most liberal circuits in the country. We also know that in this bill, Joe Biden is given discretion to enforce or not enforce this law. And by the way, he does that anyway right now. The bottom line is we have a president that is unwilling to enforce the law. 
So that means we have a DOJ unwilling to enforce the law, yep. force unwilling to enforce the law. That's our problem. It's not more and new laws. We need to just simply enforce the laws on the books, and this problem could be fixed overnight. Donald Trump showed us that already. Folks, it's not just Mark Meckler. It's not just your liberty-loving Latino conservatives telling you this. Bill Maher on his program saying, Trump, Trump showed that you can use existing laws to protect America. Democrats are ignoring existing laws to leave America vulnerable. Listen to Bill Maher, you left-wingers. Part two of the acting is Joe Joe Biden saying, you know what, if you just give me a new law, a new law, why doesn't the president can fix this? He already has the existing law. And border patrol this, this will is that also right silly. To your face. I need a piece of yeah. paper from Congress to deal with the border. No, you already have that. That's right. That's right. So he has. Yeah. So there you go. It, Bill, when you've got the left and the right telling you something, folks, it's likely true. And the uniparty in the Senate is ignoring that fundamental fact. I'm Mark Meckler, our guest right now from Convention of States. So people are always asking me, Mark. Hey, what can I do? What can I do? How can I help take my country back? How can you have a plan? If, if the people in the various states will just put the appropriate political pressure where it belongs, then we could actually get the states as the founding fathers envisioned to rein in an out of control federal government. Fair? Oh, that's absolutely true. We have the power right now. The framers gave us that power. We need to demand a convention. It's like, I'm going to tell you, there's two reasons that we're not in convention right now. Number one is what I would call fringe people on the right who buy the arguments of the left about a runaway convention. And I, I apologize, but I'm going to name names. You've got people in an organization called Eagle Forum, who I otherwise mm-hmm. love on every issue. And then you've got the John Birch Society. And they are now conspiring with the radical left in America to keep us from holding a convention. George Soros and every Soros organization in the nation is against calling a convention of states. They lobby against me in every state in the country where we move this. You have Soros lobbyists show up. It's Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. It's La Raza. It's MoveOn.org. It's Daily Cause. It's Hillary Clinton. And groups like Eagle Forum and John Birch Society are now in bed with those people. I don't want to be clear what I mean with that. I don't think they're on phone calls conspiring together or anything like that. But they are going into legislatures and lobbying using the exact same talking point yes it's just it's offensive to me it's not conservative anti-american it's anti-federalist and these groups got to get their heads out of the sand and understand (laughs) that the country is currently at risk yes and 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 out of out of they've got to get their heads out of out of several places and that leads me to to george soros and a guy by the name of mitch mcconnell being on the same page would you for the for the audience benefit this this is an example of what Convention of States is facing in allegedly red states, folks. Can you tell the Mitch McConnell story, Mark, about the, the struggles in Kentucky, how, how Mitch McConnell is one of these open border pro-China Republicans who is also trying to keep our people from being uh, safe and taking back control over our federal government? Tell the story of Mitch McConnell. Yeah, so, you know, I travel to Kentucky pretty regularly. I've been going there every year pretty much since we started Convention of States. You would think of it as a very red state, and generally it is. I love the people there. Beautiful state capital in Frankfurt. I was just there. And when you go into the legislature and you talk to them about Article 5, what they will tell you is, hey, we have the support in the legislature, but, you know, Uncle Mitch the Turtle is against it. And that he comes here and he tells us to stay away from Article 5. Don't touch it. 
And Mitch carries a pretty big stick there. He controls the political system pretty well there Mm -hmm. in Kentucky. And you don't want to go against Mitch. And Mitch is, it appears, an open borders guy. uh, And he's aligned with Soros on this issue. And he personally is keeping us from moving it in Kentucky. But I'll tell you, even that is not going to stop us. This is the first year we just introduced it in both houses. So we have some movement. I'm not necessarily predicting passage. But uh, the turtle's time is fading. I'm just going to say that. Well, that's that's very true. He uses his vast financial resources to to basically blackmail uh, the legislature in Kentucky from doing what's in the best interest of their people. Because Mitch McConnell doesn't want the federal government reined in. He likes the federal government all powerful and telling you what to do. That's why he's backing this massive amnesty bill put out by the Uniparty inside the Senate. Mark Meckler, if folks want to help you out, where can they go? Go to conventionofstates.com, click on sign the petition, and then more importantly, click the Take Action tab and volunteer at conventionofstates.com. Take action. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate the visit, as always. That's going to put a wrap on this Salcedo Storm podcast. Visit two websites, texasscorecard.com and chrissalcedo.com. Once you're there, you're going to get all the information on Texas, get all the information on the Salcedo shows and the podcast. Two websites pretty much guarantees you have every dot connected. TexasCorecard.com and ChrisSalcedo.com. Till we visit again, my friends, remember this. A society's worth isn't measured by how much power is stolen by government. It's measured by how much power is reserved for you and me. We, the people. Stay vigilant out there, my friends.